Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and Witches. And witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. How you doing, Monica? I'm okay. A little tired, but uh, I'm okay hanging in there. Considering what's going on in this friggin' state of America here, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, right? Like, 2021 was just like, hold on, you guys think I'm going to be better? Watch out. Hopefully yeah, we exactly. just get all of the insanity out of the way now and just have right. like a peaceful year otherwise absolutely i agree god yeah it's a challenge but here we are we're still here this is why we drink <laughs> yes this is why we drink absolutely this is why we drink speed of drinking what are you drinking tonight miller i'm having some miller miller high life <laughs> are you drinking a 40 are you being a gangster and not being a gangster i'm just drinking a glass like a good girl you know just to bring me down from my day that's all which means yeah. you're probably drinking like a shot glass worth of beer that you poured <laughs> out from a 40 bottle because I know you and that's how you drink your Miller. Yeah, well, like a little bigger than a shot glass. Let's put it that way. What are you drinking, huh? I'm drinking Coronas. Oh, see, we're on the beer mode today, both of us. Yeah, huh? we, we, got, we got the memo, right? Yeah, we got, yeah, we got the notes for sure. Absolutely. Yep, for sure. So, so what are we going to do today? Today, we're actually going to do Ask Estrega, and it's kind of funny because we're redoing this Ask Estrega because we recorded this in December and right. lost it somewhere in the abyss of my computer. Oh, wow. Okay, so let's do it. Let's go for it. All right. So our first one comes from uh, Sam Dimmick, and it says, Hey ladies, first of all, I love your podcast. I've been listening for about a month and I've blasted through most of the episodes. I started following your Instagram and you're both hot as fuck. Monica looks exactly how I pictured her in my head. Like uncannily so, I think I accidentally scried her. (laughs) I have a question for you ladies, which is me and my fiance are from the UK, but living in China at the moment. And we've decided to leave, but we've both been offered promotions at our jobs here. We're having a and we've been feeling a little pulled in different directions and i'm wondering if there's any way of heightening our reception to the wisdom of the universe goddess god etc also a final note i have heard taddy mention welsh a few times and i'm fluent i'm a fluent welsh speaker i actually call myself a grotch which means witch and wealth in welsh i'm pretty sure i didn't say that right though like side note grotch maybe maybe i said it right sam if you're listening like let me know uh again thank you loads for making such a wonderful podcast Dimmick. so now here's the one thing i want to preface this with is that this question again we recorded this last month so we're redoing it so this is um kind of late and i feel bad because i'm pretty sure this is like a time sensitive question that like sam's probably like oh well i i got it now but thank you Uh um first of all thanks for thinking we're hot as fuck yeah, that makes my day and night and year. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's great. So as far as like heightening yourself to like the the signs around you as far as whether or not you're making the right decision, um, I feel like it kind of like falls into place in weird ways. Like anytime that I've made a big decision about like, you know, leaving a job or starting a new venture, I feel like I almost immediately get some kind of 
uh, sign about it. So for instance, like when I decided to leave a shop that I was doing readings at and go solo for a second before going to Green Man, I got like six new clients within two days and I felt like that was the universe being like hey like you got this this is good so you kind of have to look for the small thumbs up um and you're also saying here that you you know you're from the UK you're living in China but you're thinking about moving um I don't know if that means that you're thinking about moving back home but one thing that I would probably look for is randomly meeting other people that are from like your hometown or somewhere near where you grew up uh seeing specials and like documentaries that take place there different things like that hearing about things on the news or radio centered around where you're from that I would take as like yeah I'm being called home yeah and another thing is you really really have to trust your first gut feeling your first gut feeling is always the right one it's when you start questioning it that you get in trouble. So I want you to really think about what your gut is telling you. What is your gut telling you? Is it telling you to leave? If that's the case and you got that strong, then go for it. That's how I, that's how I fly, you know, just go with that first gut feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. Like you have to think about it because you kind of know, like when you're thinking about, you know, moving home or something like that, you know, you'll, you'll know, cause you'll get that like feeling about being really excited or like dread or something and you have to listen to that yeah you do and you know and it doesn't hurt to get a reading from a good psychic you know i mean to give you some insight or like an astrology reading to see where you're supposed to be i mean that's always helpful too oh yeah that's a re- that's a really good idea yeah and if you read cards yourself you can try that i personally find it find it really hard to give myself readings yeah me too i mean i i avoid that at all costs because it's never accurate for myself so yeah I just think like I'm too biased I'm too biased I I have my own opinions about how I want things to go you know and so I feel like it Mm -hmm. makes it really hard to get a good accurate reading but with something like this or even a pendulum asking yes or no questions that would be another really good way to do it yeah absolutely but but what I'm really feeling is go with your first gut what's your gut telling you to do what is how does it feel does it feel good like you just said does it feel good does it feel not good does it feel scary you know, go with your gut. And I'm sure it's never going to steer you the wrong way. It's when you stop, when you doubt it, that's when you you get into a pit. So yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. So our next one, um, they didn't sign with the name. So I'm just not putting their name on there in case they wanted to stay anonymous. Okay. Hi, I've been listening to your podcast for some months now, and I've gotten very interested in scrying. Just now it was raining and I decided to casually try and scry the raindrops on my window. I saw a man with horns. He reminded me a little bit of something you would find in a creepypasta. I really cannot understand what it meant. Can you help me? Mm. I would think it's the horn god. That's like the first thing that I think of. Yeah, I think it's the horn god. It could be Pan as well. You know what I'm saying? It could be either one of those guys. And I don't think sexy time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not negative. I mean, don't take that as a negative. I mean, because, you know, the horn god is part of the witchcraft religion and witchcraft path. So it's nothing to be scared about. It just simply means god of the woods or lord of the woods. Um, and and so um, if it is pan, you know, maybe you're going to be in for some good sex coming in. Hey, uh, party. 
right? And yeah, I was. Just- I mean, like they did put on here that it looked like something in a creepy pasta, so that does kind of make me think it might look a little more sinister. Like I don't know, Monica, if if you've ever read a creepy pasta, but they're, they're basically like short stories that are really scary. No, I have not. So yeah. Okay, but I so- mean, if I'm being honest, if I saw like the horn god just like casually walking down the street or like outside my window, it scared the shit out of me too. So yeah, I can yeah. see it. that can be creepy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my first thought would be that it, that it's it's the horn god for sure. So I would yeah. also say it's time, like if you're not familiar with Pan or Carnunos, it's it's time to look them up and see if any of that resonates with you, like what they kind of bring in. And you know, maybe they're your patron, or maybe they're just kind of rolling through because you're about to get some good sex, like Monica said. Yeah, or maybe it just means you need to be out in nature more, you know, because that's what, you know they're very earthy gods. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you need to spend more time out in nature. That could be the message you're getting too. Mm-hmm. That, oh yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Time to go hiking. Yep. Go take a walk and see what happens. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And if you, if you can't, or you're, you know, cause it's still COVID it's COVID outside. So yeah. if you're too afraid of that, if you happen to have a yard, then it's time to kind of do some gardening. Yeah. Just sit in, sit in your yard and listen to the sounds of nature. See what, what animals show up and what, what messages you they're trying to give you, you know, something that I've been doing like all quarantine. It's been really nice. There's been a lot of butterflies, a lot of bees, hummingbirds. I -hmm. had um, a raven talking to me in a tree the other day. Nice. Nice. It was really cool. Very cool. Um, all right. Next one. Hi, big fan of y'all's podcast. I look forward to it every week. And I have a question. The past four weeks, I had the floors redone at my house. And after we got all the stuff back in, I noticed I'm missing a jar of crystals and a tote bag that had candles. And most importantly, my tarot deck in it. Is there a spell or anything I can do to find them? Any help would be much appreciated. Thank you, Haley. Well, you know where I'm at with that one, right? St. Anthony. St. Anthony. And you can say that prayer. St. Anthony, St. Anthony, look around. There's something lost that needs to be found. And you name your item that's lost three times. And then you thank them. And if it is in within your reach, if it is in your house, in your vicinity, and it's not truly gone to the abyss, you will find it usually within five to seven minutes. Is that true, Shauna? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My my incantation, it's it's close to it. It's really close, but it's not the same. Um, I say, St. Anthony, St. Anthony, look around for what is lost and can't be found. Please return my X, Y, and Z safe and sound. Um, But yeah, like within 10 minutes, I always find what I'm looking for. I actually, St. Anthony must be so fucking sick of me, dude. Like, I swear, (laughs) I have him on speed dial because I'm so forgetful and I lose everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he just came through for me the other day, too. Uh, I was at work with a coworker and she lost her phone and I said, St. and immediately she found it immediately so yeah so if it's within scope he will show it to you within like he will. A if minutes. it's not there if it's gone it's gone so like right. i remember i lost my phone once and it was actually stolen and i, I tried it anyway and it didn't work but it's because it was right. gone it was totally gone right. um right. ricky has like this weird hateful relationship with saint anthony like they do not <laughs> like hateful is a strong word but they do not like each other. And whenever Ricky like loses his keys or something, I always tell him like, you know, ask St. Anthony and Ricky like kind of pouts. And he's like, he never works for me. And I'm like, what's well, cause you're oh. an asshole. Like try to be nice. <laughs> so I'm but then still... you do it and you find it, right? That's oh yeah. Cool. If I do it, then I find it for him, which is, you know, it's really funny. Cause I used to hate looking for things. 
I hated yeah. looking for things. I could never find things. I was not the person to ask, like, because I never could. And now it's like my specialty because of St. Anthony, because I have that relationship with him. Yeah, he's amazing. I really, yeah. I, I really like him a lot. He's one of my main squeezers. So yeah, try it. See if it works for you. One Hopefully thing I will. will say about this though, because like the stuff that Haley has lost is specifically crystals, uh, a tarot deck and a bag of candles. So it's like all like magical paraphernalia. Right. when magical items leave you it's usually like they're gone and they're gone for a reason like with crystals if you lose a crystal generally it means that like it did its job and it's it's done with you now you know so you can still try you know like that doesn't mean if you lose something like don't look for it like look for it ask saint anthony do what you need to do but if it's gone then that just means like those items moved on for a reason so for instance like before you buy a new tarot deck like you know kind of maybe it's time to think like did you want a completely different deck or did you just want a new one of the same same deck you had because that might be it too things like that right but i know if i lost a jar of crystals or a tote bag full of candles i'd be pissed because honestly let's be real candles are not cheap i'd be mad yeah i'd be pissed too yeah hopefully you'll find them good, good luck, luck. On that. all right and we have our last one. Ooh, this is a good one Marry me, witches. <clears throat> I was wondering if it was possible for y'all to cover magical names. I was talking to my beloved about the topic today and was wondering if it's important in the realm of witchcraft. I know a lot of friends who have them, and sometimes this is mocked, but I wanted to see if maybe you lovely enchantresses could shed some light on this seemingly mysterious trend in our witchy food community. Thanks for your time and love the show, BB. Go ahead, take it away because you had a different take than I did last time. So go ahead. Well, okay, here's the thing is, yes, like, you know, when it comes down to yes, I do believe in magical names. And the way that they've been introduced to me is that this is like your name in relation, like with your coven or with your craft. And therefore, it is a sacred and secret name. And there's nothing that pisses me off more than when people tell me like, oh, I am so-and-so or like one time like I had a girl straight up walk up to me and tell me like my secret witchcraft name is you know raven or whatever it was I'm like well it's not very secret now is it uh-huh. you know um I I see a lot of that and it, I'm not talking down to anyone like if you want to share your name or like you know a lot of people change their name for like social media or different things um or you know if you try and go to public events you might change your name you have a very professional job that might look down on you for this or you know we all have our reasons and and that's fine to have um i can't think of the word right now pseudonym like a pseudonym yeah like that's fine fine alias there we go if you have an alias like that that's fine and i totally like respect that and i respect that privacy um and even in burlesque like you know we all have burlesque names and some of us know each other's real names and some some of the dancers that I, I have no fucking clue what their real name is because they've always gone by their stage name you know so I respect that kind of privacy and that's cool but when it comes to magical names like something that you really choose like when for your craft I think it should be secret and I think it should be sacred um but that's that's really just like my opinion I know a lot of people aren't into that but again it's you know and the other thing that kind of just gets me is when people not just with names but titles and they give themselves titles and shit and it always like and you know this is i guess gatekeepery of me but it's like when people are like 20 
And they're like, well, I'm a high priestess of a covenant. I'm like, really? Who courted you? Who did, who initiated you? Where'd you get this from? Do you do it yourself? I mean, if you do it yourself, like again, like respect, everyone's got their own thing going on, but I just don't think that's something that like you should really like boast about. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. like and you're you a high can... priestess, but like, it's not like when people meet you, it's not like you're like, hello, I'm Monica, the mysterious, magical, strega high priestess. Like, you know, that's not something no. that you really give freely you know what mm-hmm. i mean no i don't and i usually don't it never comes up unless someone says oh my god she's a high priestess i don't know like that you know um but i mean i the the way i work with the magical names is something that you get when you're in a coven or dedicated to the craft or the path that's how i know and i and not to say if you're so- solitary you can't take a magical name but it's like kind of like a commitment um to the to the craft and you're taking on this magical name. So that's how I know it. But, but the word that you used in there was trend. And it looked like, like everybody was just taking this, a magical name just for the fuck of it, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with that either. And I think that's a lot of it. And I think that's a lot of what we see when people tell us like their secret, witch name. Um, I think that's a lot of what it is. Now, like I said, like, I don't have a problem. Like if you have an alias or something like that, but when it comes down to what name you refer to yourself, like in ritual and stuff, or if it's secret, then it's secret. Like, you know, I have my witch name. And if you're not in my coven, you don't know it. And even Uh Ricky, he's my husband. He doesn't know it. He's not in my Uh coven. He doesn't need to, Uh you know? Right. And I think that's kind of like a thing, like, I understand, like, you know, we learn different things in the craft and we find things that we're really excited about and we want to share our knowledge and our experience, or maybe you're just, you want to brag and like boast about it because you're a fucking badass witch. And that's cool. But I think part of, you know, being in a coven and part of having this is you learn how to stay silent. You learn how to keep secrets and keep things under the rose. And there's magic to that. You don't just spread that everywhere and like dilute it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's my opinion on all of that. And mine too, yes. So, well, that was a pretty fast Ask a Strega. I think all it's because right. we uh, uh, had practice because we did this and once yes, before. We've done this before, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yes. but other than that, how how have you been? How is life in twenty twenty one? It's interesting, you know. It's just an interesting time, and just biding my time and waiting for this to all come to an end. So, yeah, just trying to be patient. I've been okay. I miss you, though. I miss seeing you a lot. I know. I've you know what? I'm just I'm holed up in my house, and there's a part of me that's going like a little stir crazy because I kind of feel like I'm in Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah. but at the same time I, I'm in my little cocoon and I'm comfy here and like every time I think about leaving the house even just to like run some errands I kind of uh-huh. just burrow deeper in my bed and my blankets and then I just end up not leaving the house uh-huh. I'm living my best introvert life and I'm becoming a recluse and it's kind of exciting uh, well I can't wait till you can fly again that's all I'm gonna say right <laughs> And I want yeah. to know how's how's all of our stragglets doing? How's all of our listeners? What's everyone up to? You know, right. how are you guys holding up with the new year and with quarantine? Or for those of you that aren't, because you're essential workers, you guys are out doing stuff. Or even we have listeners in other countries that are doing pretty damn good and kind of back to normal. Like, how is life for all of you? Yeah, so just keep, keep safe. Yeah, 
keep us oh wait i do want to share something um that i just because it's creepy and we know how much i love creepy shit um right. we have a mutual friend and i don't know if she wants to let us share this or not so i'm just not going to say her name okay. um she texted us and told us that at like 1 45 in the morning she heard big loud banging on her front door right and uh -huh. she thought that there, you know, there was someone there it was some kind of emergency or something creepy was happening. And she looked out her window and there's no one there. And she was super creeped out. Uh -huh. And then the next day it happened again. And then the yeah. next day, what happened, Monica? I was getting ready for work. My roommate was not out of town. It was just me and my dogs. And on my bedroom door, I hear knock, knock, knock. And my dog starts barking. And I thought it was my roommate home. And I opened the door and I'm like, Barb, you home, you home, you home. No one was in the house. And I got freaked out. I really got freaked out. Really freaked out. Mm, so that's creepy. But you know what? I, I told Ricky that that happened to you. And he's like, well, it's it's the person living in her attic. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, well, because you have like the coolest fucking house and you have like these weird hidden rooms in your house. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. And one it. of them's in the attic. And then uh -huh. one time, Ricky and I were over, I think we had just got done recording and you're like, oh, can you like fix the attic door? Cause you have like one of the, like the cutouts in the ceiling, you know? Uh -huh. And it was just pushed aside for no reason. And no one had been up there. And Ricky's like, see, there's someone living in the attic. <laughs> oh, I love that I'm telling you this, like at like 10 o'clock at night. Good night, Monica. I hope you sleep really Thank well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, but she texted us um, like with an update and she thinks, so I was like, well, it could be, you know, a spiritual visitor, someone trying to get your attention. You have the theory that it's an omen that someone's going to die. Right. And you know what? It looks like it might be happening on my end. And I'll talk to you about that later. Oh, no. I think that's weird that she would get. Yeah, because she's not attached to this person at all. So I yeah. don't know. What but she be. texted me and she thinks that it's like black eyed children. Yeah. She said that to me, too. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> right. So, like, okay. So, for those of you that don't know about black eyed children, so supposedly they'll only come to you if you know about them. So, I'm about to fuck everybody's life up right now. But they're like these weird demon things that come, like, they look like children and they're usually more than one. It's usually like two or three and they're, they look young. Um, and like, you would think that they're like a pair of siblings and they'll huh? like ask to use your phone or they'll like knock on your front door and ask to come in for something there's been reports of one dude saying that um they like knocked on his car door and asked for a ride home mm. and yeah. the, really the only way to protect yourself is to tell them no like do not entertain at all just be like absolutely not get away from me get away from my yeah. house you're not allowed in um which is hard to do because if a little kid knocks on your door that's not your first instinct you want to like help them but right. I don't know what actually happens when people let them in, but it's like really fucked up and they kind of like start haunting you. And it's, it's, it's a problem. It's kind of becomes yeah. like this spiritual attachment. Like I've heard stories and stuff where people have like seen them around the house, like a like knocking on their door and stuff. And since they didn't directly say no, the kids kind of lingered and came back a couple nights and stuff. But um, the two big characteristics that you'll see is their clothes are kind of weird. Like their clothes are outdated or kind of like too big for them and kind of just odd and seem out of place and they speak weird like they uh, wouldn't speak with like the same diction and slang that little kids today where they kind of talk like kids from like the 40s or 50s uh, interesting you know? 
Um, and they usually have something over their, like on their head, like, like a hat or something like that, something kind of covering their eyes because their uh -huh. eyes are all black. It looks like if you wore those like black sclera contacts and uh -huh. that's why they're called the black eyed children. And I right. guess after I friend heard that knocking for those first two nights, she saw like three kids kicking it at the end of her street. And um, I've been to where she lives. She lives in North Carolina and she's in a small okay. town. So it's like, you would kind of notice if there's three strange children just hanging out like on your street, you know? Mm -hmm, for sure. I have successfully freaked myself out tonight. I have there the heebie-jeebies and I'm like looking in my like Zoom picture to see if there's a fucking black eyed child behind me. <laughs> yeah. So so I've got the black eyed children. You have someone living in your attic. It sounds like a fucking swell night. Oh my God. It sounds like a story to me. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got my protectors. I got my bandit man. He'll he'll eat them alive, you know. Oh, I was gonna to... say you're gonna pick them up and throw them at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just pull your dogs at these black eyed children. You know, you know, anybody comes near me, he'll go, he'll he'll attack them. So yeah. My little know. chihuahua does that now too. Like we Ricky and I, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, Ricky and I adopted a senior chihuahua um in July like right after the 4th of July and he is senile because he's ancient and he's kind of cross-eyed and he walks funny and he's my little angel and um so he's cute. mean as shit yeah yeah they get mean when they get older oh well, he's always been kind of mean because we did we adopted him from someone that we knew but like he's really attached to me so if he's close to me or if I'm holding him nobody is allowed near me including Ricky yeah. and we actually had the dog like in the bed with us like laying between us and when he realized that ricky was near me he like lunged off the pillow at ricky um <laughs> but he doesn't have any teeth so yeah. it's okay so he's harmless yeah bandit will yeah. attack people you know that you've seen it you yes, know, he have. and he's also protective of you remember i i you know i bet like i was like oh i'm part of the family bandit wants to kill people for me yes i remember that so there you go yeah so he's my protector for tonight in case of there's anyone living in my fucking attic. <laughs> we have talked about familiars on the show before, and we actually had people send in pictures and tag us in pictures of their familiars, which was yes. really cool. And there's one, I can't think of the person off the top of my head, but they have a fucking hedgehog. Oh my God, it's so cool. And I'm so jealous and it's so damn cute. Um, I think all my animals, I think everyone's animals are quirky because animals all have personalities, you know, and like little things right? like one of my cats is sitting next to me right now. His name is Sam, because I have Sam and Dean Meowchester. Uh -huh. So anybody that's watched Supernatural will get it. But like Sam's quirk is that he always has boogers all over his face. Oh, always. You know, um, I have a I have a Cyclops, you know, so we all just have like just quirky animals. I want to hear like, what's your quirky thing with your familiars, guys? Like, what's their derpy thing? Are they senile? Are they missing a body part? Are they just super adorable? Like, I love hearing about like, just weird animal personalities. Animal antics. I love it. Yes, yeah, indeed. I love it. So let us know. And we will be back soon. We are going to be giving you guys a full-length episode pretty soon. So keep sending in your questions, and we will keep answering them. Absolutely. We and shall. on that note. Marry me. Marry part. And, and marry, marry me again. again.